0: Welcome back to another episode of No Pucks Given. Uh, I'm Nick Abbott, and I'm joined by uh, co-host Josh Whitney. How's it going today, Josh?
1: Great, man. A uh, lot to talk about. NHL playoffs uh, and uh, winding down, wild card, you know, getting yeah. pretty tight in those races. Yeah, a lot
0: of uh, a lot of stuff to talk about, uh, especially with the NFL. There's a lot of stuff going on. Um, NHL, we got the playoff picture, like you said, and the scoring race we're going to get into. But first... This episode of No Pucks Given is brought to you by Leading Edge Hockey. Check it out on Facebook at Leading Edge Hockey or email them at leading uh, NL, g- nl at gmail.com. That's uh, leading edge nl at gmail.com. and thanks for the sponsorship. Let's uh, let's get going.
1: Let's head right into icing and uh, talk about some NHL news. Alright, yeah, so icing, there's
0: there's I mean, last week we had the, the busier episode. We had a lot to talk about with the Tafaris stuff uh, and uh, the the trade deadline. This week, we're
1: gonna talk a little bit about the playoff picture. Uh, let's uh, let's get right into that. So we have uh, in our in our hometown state here, Arizona Coyotes making a tight tight race. They are actually only a point out of uh, one of the wild card spots, right behind the Minnesota Minnesota Wild, but they have a game in hand. So. Hopefully, we can get the Coyotes make Nick Abbott look look bad for predicting they won't make the playoffs. Yeah. Uh, so, And then the other race uh, what we could talk about is a wild card is every, we've got three teams within two points, uh, Pittsburgh, Columbus, and Montreal.
0: Yeah, I mean, listen, I want the Coyotes to make the playoffs more than anybody right now. I, I love the Coyotes. I love the way they play. I've been watching them a lot lately. Um, a couple weeks ago, I said that they wouldn't make a splash in the playoffs if they made the playoffs. I kind of regret saying that because they're getting their players back. They're getting their they're getting their good guys back. Dvorak's back in the lineup. Grabner's back in the lineup. Those are big pieces of this puzzle going into the playoffs. And if they if they get lucky enough to make that wild card spot, I think they will make a push. You got a lot of players on that team that want that want that ex- experience. And even if they don't make it out of the first round, it might be an early exit. They're going to be ready for next year. At guys like Clayton Keller who haven't made the playoffs yet. Uh, Dvorak, who hasn't made the playoffs yet. Fisher, like their whole team hasn't made the playoffs yet. Um, they have a couple They have a couple vets on the team that's been there and been around, but if they can make the playoffs with this young team, they're going to have that experience for next year, and I think they're, they're a shoe in for the playoffs next year,
1: 100%. And how about Dar- Darcy Kemper? He's been hot in goal lately, and we know if you can get into the playoffs and you can make some noise with a hot goaltender. And uh, hopefully uh, they can keep it up and uh, get into get into one of those wild card spots.
0: Yeah, Kemper's been Kemper's been unbelievable lately. Hopefully he keeps going. Last ten they're eight and two, and he's been a big part of that that whole that whole team lineup. So um, <clears throat> yeah, let's hope that that stays that stays the way it is. Um, it keeps going, but I believe that you know I mean I'm sure you think the same thing when you're looking at the standings here. You got. The first the, 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 the divisional teams are all set in stone. I think uh, they might move around a little bit in their in their rankings, but those teams are all making playoffs in the West. Um, it's pretty it's pretty simple. Um, then in the East, like you said, it's a tight race. Uh, Pittsburgh, Columbus, and Montreal are all within two points of each other. Um, I mean, Pittsburgh in the playoffs is is always a thing. If they don't make the playoffs, I'm sure that's gonna be really weird to see Sid not in the playoffs. Um, and when they make the playoffs they can do anything in the playoffs so if they if they get in the playoffs which i'm sure they will because they're they're tied with carolina right now for the metro third seed anyway. so i'm sure they'll they'll figure out a way to get in there because it's, it's the, the penguins um but columbus and montreal they're going to have a good battle um and carolina if they make the playoffs that that is going to be something else too because they've they're just been hot this year. And like
1: we talked about a couple episodes, Columbus helped, them out, treme- helped themselves out tremendously yeah. with, uh, during the trade, de- trade deadline and they want to make a push this yeah. uh, playoffs to try to take advantage. Yeah. And they got a big win against Pittsburgh just um, and they beat them 4-1. So yeah. they're helping themselves and we'll see if Montreal can sneak in there. But I mean, it's going to be a nice race down, down, come down the wire here the last yeah. 13 games. Yeah,
0: yeah, there's only 13, 12, 13 games, 14, 13 games mm-hmm. left. Uh, it is going to be um, an interesting push for the end of the year um, let's get into some some scoring races while we're talking about it um, ovechkin he's at 46 goals in uh, 67 games this year if he gets four more goals in the next uh, in the next he they have 15 games left um, in the next 15 games he'll hit 50 goals for the eighth time in his career. Uh, what's your thoughts on that one?
1: It's incredible. Ovechkin's obviously, clearly the best goal scorer in the NHL. And when it's all said and done, when he retires, he'll probably one of the best goal scorers of all time. Yeah, and that's I mean, that's pretty yeah, incredible.
0: Yeah, uh, true goal scorer. You know, he's just unbelievable. Um, right here, I'm looking at the stats, and and on the power play, he has 16 goals. He, you know, and, and I mean, and then just think about that: 16 of his goals of his 46 are on the power play. Um, that's incredible. That just shows how good he is, even strength as well. He's not all about sitting on that top, um, sitting on that circle and just firing one-timers. He's not all about that. He he scores some regular goals too. He's just he's just a, a freak. So he's super good. Um, it's cool to see that. Um, the next scoring race, obviously, uh, Nikita Kucherov's at 110 points. Second to him is Patrick Kane with 97. Um, Patrick Kane has two low, two games in hand to him. Well, I mean, is it possible to catch Kucherov? At this He's point? not
1: going to catch Kucherov. And hats off to Kucherov. He set the Tampa Bay Lightning point record. And we've talked about Tampa Bay Lightning a lot on the show. Obviously, they're going to be a force to be reckoned with. And maybe they'll set the record for wins this year. Yeah. And we'll, we'll see. Obviously, uh, they can only I think lose. What do we say? Two, two more times. Two, two, two more times. Yeah. But I mean, Kucherov is obviously the main force on that team. Yeah. And. Uh, good for him and I don't think Patrick Kane is going to uh, catch him but good for Patrick Kane I mean he is carrying that Blackhawks team by himself yeah. and he has been playing incredible yeah year. and I
0: mean that line that, that Kucherov um, and Stamkos line is getting the job done there in uh, in Tampa Bay but don't forget about Brayden Point who has 82 points in Tampa Bay this year um, you know and, and he's he's just a guy that's, that's really <laughs> spruced up a little bit sorry about that that's the dogs in the background um but, yeah, you know, I mean, at the end of the day, you got, you got a big scoring race um, coming up in the NHL, um, you know, and it's going to be interesting to see how it all plays out at the end of the year um, when it all comes down to it.
1: Sorry we had to get rid of a dog and uh, put him outside, but that's uh, the perks of uh, recording a podcast in your home. Yeah,
0: yeah, You don't have a studio yet, huh? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, so let's uh, jump right into the jump ball segment of the program today.
1: So uh, big news in the NBA this week is uh, LeBron passed Jordan for fourth on the all-time scoring list. Um, obviously, we have we have some something to talk about there. Yeah. Um, and everyone who loves LeBron thinks he's the, he's the goat. And uh, <laughs> but and also other news is LeBron's team is seven games out of the playoff spot, and they're yeah. shutting down everyone on that team. They shut down Lonzo Ball for the season. They shut down Ingram for the season. So, yeah. but let's go back to LeBron passing Jordan on the fourth. How do you feel about that?
0: I mean, it's 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 common. It was common for a while. Um, he has, I think, 400 more games than him, or 100 or something. He has a lot more games than him. We'll get the we'll get the official number here now in a second. But at the end of the day, you know, LeBron James, um, you know, he deserves it. He works hard. He's playing on a really shitty team right now. Um, he's, he's definitely, like, you know, playing his best. But, you know, they're not making the playoffs. It's clear now, seven games out. Um but yeah, I mean, it's I definitely like the fact that he's that he's getting there. I saw a thing on uh, Twitter the other day. Um, do you think LeBron James will ever pass Kareem for the lead? Um, and I do not. I don't think it's I don't think it's gonna happen. I, I don't think LeBron is gonna be able to play for. You know, I think he'll be able to play till he's till he's forty. Um, but I think that's just to be able to play with his son, and then he's done. You know, I don't I don't think he's gonna be able to put up those these numbers for the rest of his career. Um, what's your thoughts on him passing him?
1: Um pretty incredible. I don't want to take anything away from LeBron James. He he is an incredible player. Um th- I think the GOAT debate stops um because obviously Michael won 6 championships. I talked to you about this a little bit. Michael Jordan left in the prime of his career to go play baseball for yeah. 2 seasons. I mean, just you can add 2 seasons more to Michael Jordan's uh stats if you wanted to and he, I mean he would just blow blow anyone out of the water. I mean, yeah. I still think Don't get me wrong. I mean, right now, LeBron has played one more season than Michael on here, but he's played more games. Um, As far as season MVP, Michael has the edge. Finals MVP, Michael has the edge. And then you – I honestly think you have to look at both sides of the ball here, right? I mean, LeBron's always been a guy that's going to fill the stat sheet. But um, if you look at Defensive Player of the Year, Michael Jordan's got one of those. And for a shooting guard, that's pretty incredible. Yep. And let's let's not forget, Michael Jordan led – the NBA all-time as a shooting guard in blocks. It, I mean, Dwayne Wade just passed him just recently, and that's yeah. incredible that Dwayne Wade did that. But uh, Michael did it on both sides of the ball. So, and he's a 10-time scoring leader in the M- NBA. Uh, LeBron's only done that one time. He's led the league in steals three times. LeBron's never done that. So I just got – I just, just looking at just really quick down the list, I, just the regular season stuff, I think Michael still is better than LeBron. And then in the playoffs, LeBron's fault that – we have to deal with all these super teams now, yes, yes. and uh, so Michael. Don't he get me wrong. It for himself. <laughs> yeah, and he and he had good teams around him. I'm not saying that. I mean, you can't win six championships without good no, teams around. No,
0: Michael did have really good teams around him. You know, Steve Kerr was was sick back in the day, and, and then you got Scottie Pippen. Yeah. And, Scottie's and, one he, of the best players. You right. know, you know, you, you, he did have a team. I mean, he did have a lot a lot of competition back then too. But it was not it was not the warrior type teams. You know, it was Magic and it was it was Larry and stuff like that. You know, and there was a lot of. Like now it's just like LeBron versus the Warriors the last five years. Now it's finally going to be something different this year, and it might be Giannis versus the Warriors or Kawhi versus the Warriors. So we'll see how it goes. But, I mean, yeah, um, I just pulled up a funny thing I saw the other day on Instagram. Uh, the world was very different when LeBron last missed the playoffs. This is actually, I'm just going to tell who it was by, too. It's from, from the score on Instagram. Uh, the iPod first came out the last time LeBron missed the playoffs. Um, the number one song was Candy Shop by 50 Cent. Uh, Drake was still on Degrassi and hadn't released an album yet, or you know, a song yet. Uh, the Star Wars prequels weren't uh, weren't complete yet. Um, Sin City was the number one movie. Lakers were 34 and 48, with Kobe was still number number eight at the time. Um, George W. Bush was uh, President of the United States at the time, and Steph was only a kid. So that's that's how different it was back when LeBron James missed the playoffs for the last time back in uh, twenty or two thousand five.
1: That's pretty incredible. <clears throat> and uh, I also think this kind of takes away from LeBron go argument too, is because he's lost in the finals. And I'm not saying he hasn't gone against some really good teams because he has, but he also cannot carry his team where he chose to go to L A. He couldn't even carry them to an eight seed, and he is, he has disrupted that chemistry of that team. So. Uh, I think LeBron has a lot to prove uh, still in his career. I think he will go down as one of the top players that, of all time. There's yeah. no doubt in my mind he will. And I think the argument will always be um, probably for second best yeah, in the league. And I, so. I, I don't think he'll ever be better than Jordan. I
0: don't I, I know. I mean, it's a hard dis- discussion because of the playoff numbers and the game counts. And, you know, like you said, Michael Jordan took time off in the middle of his career to go play baseball. Um, you know, like, that's like LeBron going to play Um like football right now, like you know, he'd be able to make it as a tight end or something. He's a monster, but you know, I mean, it's just you're taking away the prime. He's 35 now, you know, and it's it's just been a lot different, you know. And I mean, I think it's uh, I think you're going to see him dwindle down now for the rest of his career. I think last year and the year before was his peaks. Uh, you, you know, you're never going to see him at the top anymore.
1: Right. So, well, it'll be interesting to see what um, I know. We talked a lot about um, lately about the Lakers in Boston, but we also talked about. Uh, Houston and what kind of noise they can make—they've been on a hell of a run lately. Yeah. And uh, I think we talked about—I think that's a team in the playoffs. You can't forget about them. They may be able to. People are talking they may be able to beat the Warriors in a seven-game series. Yeah. And I mean, we'll, we'll see if that if that's the case. I mean, that's that's a huge task, but they are playing great right now. And you and uh, I think the other night. Um, I'm pretty sure Charles Barkley predicted that the Portland Trailblazers would be in the NBA yeah. Finals when they yeah. we were watching NBA on uh, TNT. So we'll see what Portland can do. I do have to say, Damian Lillard is amazing. Yeah, he got
0: 51 points against Russ the other night. Yeah, yeah,
1: I and I honestly think that's gonna it's gonna be so much fun watching the Western Conference playoffs this it year will. because there's so there's so many good teams that can just light it up.
0: Yeah, so. and there's a lot of different teams this year. Like I, I think the West is pretty much decided at this point. Um, San Antonio's in the 8th seed, four games ahead of Sacramento. I think that's, that's like, the whole West picture is done. I think there's no teams getting in, no teams getting out. And then the East, I s- there's going to be a battle. You got uh, you got Charlotte Charlotte with uh, 30. They're in the 10th spot. Uh, Orlando with 31 wins. They're in the 9th spot. And then Miami with 31 wins. They're in the 8th spot. So it'd be cool to see Dwayne Wade make the playoffs one last time, and I think that would be it for him. Um, but they're not going to make it past Milwaukee or if Toronto gets going again, they're not going to be able to get past Toronto either. So we'll see who ends up in the top seeds in like both conferences, but it's going to be great playoffs, I think, yeah.
1: Yeah, I would like to see uh, the Heat making an AT. I just would like to see one more playoff series from Dwayne Wade. Yep. Um, it sucks that he's going to be retiring because I think he still has some left in the tank, but, you know, good for him. He's had a great career. Like I just mentioned, he passed Michael Jordan for the most blocks from a shooting guard in NBA history. I mean, another guy that does it on both sides of the ball, and uh, yeah. it's going to it's going to be – sad to see him leave the game another hall of famer that's leaving the another game hall sure. of famer so, absolutely and and
0: i was really hoping to see dirk play in the playoffs one more time too but they're way out now as well and to see luca because he's just had a hell of a year rookie yeah. of the year um, type numbers but let's get into that too we had a conversation earlier in the week uh wasn't on the podcast we had it um we were just talking to each other about luca and trey young do you think trey young actually has a good chance at Passing up Luca and making him run for a rookie of the year.
1: I think he's going to have to finish very strong at the end of the year to to convince voters that uh, that he deserves it. I think what he has going for him, uh, his team is better than Dallas, uh-huh. and but uh, Trey Young as um, and he just put up a triple double last night. So Trey is playing great. The issue Trey has is if you actually look at his numbers, and I looked at it a little bit deeper after we talked – is he has a very he's very poor efficient shooter. Yeah. Like he shoots yeah. a lot of shots and he misses a lot of shots, but yep. you know what? He has no fear. And I, I think Trey is going to be a great pro. I, I had my doubts him coming out of yeah, college if he was. Too. And he actually is turning out to be a, a, a great player. So. Yeah,
0: and the funny thing is, two of them were traded for each other. Mm-hmm. And I believe, like, Luca's going to be one of the best in the league in a couple of years. I agree. He's unbelievable. Um, but yeah, I, I agree with you. And, and then another topic about Atlanta as well. I read this week. Do you think Vince Carter is going to come back for one more ride, or do you think he's done after 22 years?
1: He said he wants to, and I, and that'd be kind of cool to see him go. And I would like to see him back in Toronto to oh, finish I would love his career. To see him back in
0: Toronto. I'd have a Raptors jersey ordered the day he announced it because I want to see him back in Raptors.
1: He, he actually had Raptors throwback shoes on the other night. He actually wore those. So, oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He, 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 uh, pulled out some old school stuff. So I'm hoping he goes back. So it'll be interesting. Um, Another thing we could talk about with the whole rookie of the year thing is we talked about those guys, and DeAndre Ayton has been playing really great oh, yeah. as of Ball, late. late. Yeah. Unfortunately, what's going to happen all the time is the Suns are always going to remember if Luca turns out to be a great player in this league, which I think he's going to. It'll always be the comparison. So Ayton better hope that they uh, that he turns out to be he's a great son, pro. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah and, and I mean maybe they'll get a good player to play around him mm-hmm. next year in this draft, and you know, like you said, um, they're starting to win now. And it's just going to get, you know, it's going to get lower and lower chances of getting Zion or RJ, and they might end up with Jay Morant. So we'll see where it goes. Um, they need a point guard there. They don't need a shooting guard, or they they need a power forward too. So if they take, if they do get Zion, then you're lucky. You got Aiton and Zion up there. That's a pretty scary duo. But yeah, I mean, Aiton's Aiton's definitely uh, going to be looked at if if Luka's better than him. It's going to be looked at for the rest of his career for sure. It's one of those uh, one of those picks. Yeah. Um, I think it's time to get into the NFL. We're going to skip baseball this week, hopefully have more to talk about in the next couple weeks, um, which we will. But, uh, yeah, let's get into the NFL. Fourth down.
1: So, uh, big trades this week that we talk about?
0: Yeah, I'll, I'll hit you up with some, and you just, uh, you know, break them down for the for the listeners. Uh, the first trade we're going to talk about is Joe Flacco to the Denver uh, Broncos for a potentially mid-round pick, it's still under-closed as of right now. Uh, what's your thoughts on
1: that one? So new year doesn't, or league year doesn't open till the 13th, so nothing be official. So they don't have to disclose trades if they don't want to. So they didn't, but probably a mid-round pick. So this is crazy because Flacco gets traded from the Ravens, probably expected. Lamar yep. Jackson last year came in, took over the team. That's his team of the future, you know, that's their team of the future. Now they want Lamar to be the starter. Um, the argument has always been Flacco is the elite, not elite. I don't believe he is. Uh, what they do is they free up 10.5 million dollars in cap space, but they still have a lot of dead money because he got a huge contract after he did amazing the one playoffs he did, and they ended up winning a Super Bowl. But what this does is he goes to Denver. He's going to be their starter. They're I'm potentially, I'm assuming they're going to have a quarterback in the wings uh, waiting to take over um and we'll see how it goes see if it works out for him i don't i don't think they'll make the playoffs they're still in the division with the um, la chargers and the kansas city chiefs so i think flacco just makes them com- more competitive uh than even case keenum did but he's i just don't i don't see a huge change there
0: yeah and then speaking of case keenum they also got rid of him and they got rid of him in a seventh round pick uh, They traded them to washington um denver got a sixth round and um and they only got to pay half their contract.
1: Yeah, yeah, they re they reworked uh, the deal there for Keenum because they gave him big money last year. So they kind of they offloaded him, bringing uh, Flacco, and what it does for Washington, they lost Alex Smith last year um, to a horrific leg injury. He may never play again. Um, broke his leg pretty bad. So they're trying to stay competitive. That's what yeah. they're trying to do. Get Case Keenum in there because
0: um, he had a good start to the year last year too. He did,
1: and Case Keenum uh, proved he can he can at uh, least be a serviceable starter in this league. So we'll see, uh, we'll see how Washington does with him. And I, I'm I'm assuming they'll either draft quarterback or there have been rumors about them trading for Josh Rosen. So we'll see how that goes.
0: Yeah. All right. So we'll, uh, then we'll get speaking of the Cardinals. We'll get, uh, Cardinals get offensive tackle. Uh, Marcus Gilbert from the Steelers for a sixth round pick.
1: So hometown team here, I'm hoping the Cardinals just works out for them. They're trying to build their O line. They're doing the right things. Um, They only give up a six-round pick for a guy that's actually been a very good offensive tackle when he's healthy. That's a huge if right there, when he's healthy. If he is healthy, this guy rates out from pro football focus as one of the top offensive linemen for pass blocking, which we all know the Cardinals need because they have literally the worst uh, offensive line last year. So um, hopefully this works out. Uh, They only gave up a six-round pick. Uh, Not a big deal. So um, I'm excited to... to be have another starter yeah. on an offensive line, yeah, definitely.
0: And we'll talk more about the Cardinals later, and uh, we'll talk more about that whole that whole offensive line and trades. Uh, then we'll get into the Dry- the Giants. The Giants trade defensive end Olivier Vernon to the Browns for offensive guard Kevin Zietler. Um, thoughts on that one?
1: So this actually helps both teams. Um, the Giants also have offensive line problems, and they get get a good offensive lineman that'll play there, but the bigger, I think, part of this is the Browns get uh, Olivia Vernon, and they put him on the other side of the edge on the opposite of Miles Garrett, so you're going to have, and both of them are rated one of the best edge rushers in the league last year by Pro Football Focus, so that pretty much brings up the Browns are building their defense to support Baker Mayfield, and it's going to be... It's going to be uh, interesting to see where the Browns go. I know you have uh, been pretty vocal about them uh, being the future and making the playoffs and making some noise because of Baker Mayfield. Well, they have a defense to support them now, so yeah. it'll be excited, uh, exciting to see with uh, Miles Garrett on one side and Olivia Vernon on the other side. Yeah,
0: you're right. That's, it's going to be interesting, and I think they're going to be a team to look out for next year. Mm-hmm. Their offense is already is already good too, so they're right. getting they're just getting better. Uh, the next trade, the Patriots once again uh, trying to buy another championship uh michael bennett was traded to the patriots for from philly uh and philly got a fifth and a seventh round pick which is totally underpaying for that guy what do you think
1: uh classic patriots move bill belichick does it again he uh swipes a player that actually has been very productive last year he had 78 total pressures that is one of the tops in the league right behind jj watt uh great pressures uh great pressure guy there obviously one of the best in the league and you have a you get a guy for fifth and seventh round pick that is one of the top edge rushers right now in the league. And then uh, they have a big free agent right now, Trey Flowers, that they're probably not going to re-sign. Uh, so they they traded his productivity to trade for Michael Bennett. That uh, Great move by the Patriots. Hate to say it, but, I mean, uh, he did a smart move. They don't pay as much for Michael Bennett. He comes over, and uh, there's even talks of his brother might want to come back and play with him too. So yeah, we'll okay, see.
0: yeah. It'll be, it'll be interesting to see what he does in uh, the Patriots, and the Patriots just keep adding and adding assets mm-hmm. to their team. Um, now the biggest trade, which everybody thought he was going to the Bills, which uh, we did as well, very confusing. The Steelers traded Antonio Brown to Oakland for a third and a fifth-round pick. Um, happened last night. What's your thoughts on this one?
1: I uh, can't believe that they only got a third and fifth-round pick back from the Steelers. Um, I, I can't believe that. Uh the big part of this too is Brown renegotiates contract immediately uh, with the Oakland Raiders. He's going to get fifty million dollars over the next three seasons, and thirty mil of it is guaranteed. So it's a huge deal because it sets the wide receiver market now. So all the big wide receivers like Julio and uh, Odell eventually, like all those guys, are now going to have Antonio Brown's contract to look at, and they're going to get something similar to that because he set the market now. Yeah. Um, I hate it. Antonio Brown really played this like it was free agency, and he and he kicked and screamed to get out of there, and it worked. I mean, and he got paid for it. So we'll see how it works. Uh, Raiders get a steal. Will it help them? I don't know because they're like I told you about um, the frickin', uh Broncos earlier, dude. They're in the same division as Kansas City and and the LA Chargers. Well, they're gonna be better, but they're not gonna be. Tremendously better. Really, this is all about Brown being a selfish player, and he gets paid, and he's going to be happy. Yeah, I don't think he's going to win very much in Oakland.
0: Yeah, exactly. Um, I I 100 agree with you on that one. That's a big steal for the Raiders. Um, and I mean, it's, he's the best wide receiver in the, in the game right now, in my opinion. You got oh, you got OLBJ, and you got you got Julio Jones, and you got the what's the one from Kansas City as well? Uh, Tyreek Hill. Yeah, mm-hmm. Tyreek Hill, and, and you know and. It's, it's definitely a, a toss-up, but yeah, he's definitely set the set the the bar high for those guys as well.
1: And speaking of wide receivers that are freaks of nature, how about Combine? You got DK Metcalf, who uh, blew the Combine away. I mean, he's a big wide receiver. I don't know what he's listed. I think it was like 6'3", 2. 6'2", two, yeah. 6'2". Yeah. Yeah, and he runs a 4'3". What did he run? 4'3", uh, something. Sorry,
0: it was 6'3". He ran a 4.33 40-yard uh, dash. He... Rep 27 on the bench press. His vertical was 40.5. His broad jump was 134 inches. Three cone drill was 7.38 seconds. And his 20 yard shuttle was 4.5 seconds. So this guy, he's a freaking hater. He's 230 pounds, 6'3.
1: Unbelievable. And the only thing I can say about the 40 time is it's amazing. He, um, However, I would caution people because you look at the 40 list, and they put it up on the uh, NFL.com the other day, and there's only there's like the top 10. There's only a a few number of players that have actually been successful from that list, and a lot of them they'll help their draft stock, but to be successful, you got to do a little bit more than just a 40 time. And I was reading the other day, Joey Bosa, who's a projected top pick. Everyone's, I mean, Nick. Nick Yeah, thank you. Yeah, Yeah. Nick Bosa, uh, projected top pick. He actually ran the 40 in 4.79. People were freaking out because defensive ends were running faster than him. But then they do this other uh, shuttle drill, and he and he had a better time than his brother Joey Bosa. Mm-hmm. And it actually that correlates better with actually defensive end success in the NFL. So I think uh, people will look at the 40 times and they get all they get excited about them because it's fun to watch the 40 times see how fast people run yeah. but people have to remember keep it in context a little bit 40 time doesn't mean you're going to be a great a great pro
0: no you're right it, it doesn't mean you're gonna be a great pro it just means you're fast and at the end of the day that could be that could be a, a, a downfall for some people you know because all you got is speed you're not going to be able to do anything else but uh yeah there was a lot of fast times this year um a lot of a lot of um Comparisons for uh, Metcalf, like he, Odell Beckham Jr. only ran a 4.43. Uh, Ezekiel Elliott ran 4.47, and Amari Cooper only ran 4.42. So he beat all those guys um, like clean, and that's that's crazy. Like some of the, like those guys are fast, you know. Um, so it's it's definitely. Shows that, like, it might not mean anything, you know, because they're all great athletes, they're all great in the NFL, um, and we'll see what it does for him, but it's definitely helped his stock go up a lot, big time.
1: Yeah, 40 times obviously helped, because you can't, that's one thing, is it. they always help you uh, get drafted a little bit higher, get paid, but uh, we'll see if it actually produces on the field. Um Really, for wide receiver, it's great to be fast, straight line speed. You might be able to blow the top off a of defense. But if you can't run routes, then uh, you're no good to a team. Yeah, really. they have
0: project, They have him now projected at number nine to Buffalo. So yeah. that helped his draft stock a lot. Um, let's talk about the draft uh, predictions a little bit. Um, Kyler Murray is still projected at number one, which we'll get into a little bit more when we're talking about the local. But do you want to talk about a little bit about, about that right now?
1: Yeah, um, pretty surprising. I, I have definitely been on this podcast talking about this and I, I predicted they would not move on from Josh Rosen after they spent a tenth or moved up and spent a tenth pick on him overall to get him. And I I'm very surprised if we move on from Josh Rosen after one year. However, we have talked about it a lot. His connection to Cliff Kingsbury, about recruiting him out of high school. He's known him for a long time. Uh perfect for his system that Cliff wants to bring the uh, bring to the desert. So uh It would be unfortunate if we move on from a top pick, but also be exciting. We'll see what if Kyler. If the problem is if we pick Kyler at one and he turns out to be a bust, I my take on it is we end up being the Cleveland Browns for the next ten years. We we make a mistake and we make quarterback mistakes. It's a carousel and we keep uh, going down that rabbit hole. Or we can be the Cleveland Browns in another aspect. We can draft an Oklahoma Heisman winning quarterback and end up being great. That saves our franchise, just like what they just did. I think with Baker Mayfield. So it can go one of two ways, and we'll see. Uh, maybe it's just all smoke and mirrors, and they're trying to get draft capital. But it, it'll be interesting to see what happens. Uh, the pro day for um, for Murray is actually on the 13th coming up this week, so it'll be really telling if he goes out and he does a great has a great pro day. Maybe yeah. we fall even more in love with him.
0: Yeah, and Dwayne Haskins is also moving his way up as, as well, and he he can throw that ball. I was watching a little bit of the combine. He's he's money with the ball, which is another. I don't think he'll go number one over Kyler because he didn't win the Heisman, but he was a Heisman candidate and he is he is solid quarterback. We'll see where he ends up. He's projected to go to the uh, to the New York Giants right now, which would be a good choice um, with them getting rid of Eli in the next couple of years as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, but other than that, is there anything else you want to talk about? With that well, I'm...
1: with Dwayne asking that, you bring up a good point because he actually is probably the more of the safe pick for yeah. a quarterback because Kyler could be either great or he could be a total bust because yeah. of size problems and people say he hasn't been great in interviews, which I don't really buy. I think they're just throwing out fake news. But Dwayne Haskins, he can throw from the pocket. He has a great arm. And I think teams are falling in love with him too. And I think the Giants will end up drafting him to replace Eli. I think uh, you you hit the nail on the head there. The interesting part will be is if we get Kyler at one and people are drafting quarterbacks up top, there's going to be a lot of good defensive players still available. Yeah. So... Um, it'll be exciting to watch the draft. And uh, these next month leading up, there'll be a lot of rumors, I'm assuming, and we'll, we'll get a little bit more news about that. Yeah, yeah for sure. Um, next on the podcast, we're going to go into uh, – I guess we're going to do an
0: Ask the Fans segment uh, yeah. first, and then we'll hit the rest. Um, I got a couple questions last minute from uh, Kyle McGraw uh, up in Victoria, um, which we'll talk about more about that later. But he asked – is LeBron still still the best player in the NBA? Yes or no? And let's give our answers.
1: I say no, and I I've been pretty vocal on this podcast about James Harden and what James Harden is doing that he's really carrying that team. Um, and to see LeBron uh, not even not even make the playoffs and he could not take a lot of talented young players and make them get them to play well together, I think that says a lot. Yeah. Now, Harden kind of does... He's not just doing it on his own. I mean, he's throwing defensive numbers up there, assists, he's doing everything this year. So... I can't say LeBron is definitely the best player in the NBA right at this time. I think overall, if you look at his numbers, I mean, he's obviously the last generation he's been the best player, right? Yep. But right now, I, I, I'm going to give it James Harden is taking over. And you can't forget about Kevin Durant, obviously. It's just hard because Kevin Durant is surrounded by amazing players. Yeah,
0: well. and, and I mean, if Kevin Durant was in LeBron's shoes, I think he might be able to take a team to the playoffs because he's, he's a little less dramatic than LeBron is. LeBron definitely makes himself out to be like – we got to get Anthony Davis and all this shit, but Kevin Durant would just work with the team he has, and I think he would build chemistry with those guys. And I think Alonzo and and Kuzma and all those guys would be able to work well with him, and they'd be good. Um, my opinion, I don't think LeBron is it either. Um, I, I love LeBron, but I, I personally, I have to say, if he's healthy, I think Kawhi Leonard is definitely one of, like the best player in the league. I think he's he's so defensively minded, and he's so good defensively. He's one Defensive Player of the Year. He's he's could be an MVP candidate the next couple years. He was out a little bit this year. He takes a little break, but I'm not just saying that because I'm a big Raptors fan. I do like Kawhi Leonard, and I think that he is the best player, all-around player in the NBA at this moment in time. And if, if I mean, if that's you know hard to decide yes but i mean i think it is
1: him it's a huge yeah. knock on lebron cuz he does not play on the defensive f- side of the right. ball very hard i mean he may he may for a couple plays a game he does that chase down block yeah. signature move which is great but if you're only giving me one of those a game yeah. uh, to make a highlight i don't care i want you to play defense every single yeah. every single time down the floor so Kawhi is a great pick i mean he he plays on both sides of the ball and i think that's a huge thing about Kawhi. that's why everyone wants him as their franchise player because he 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 can score but he plays great defense for
0: sure yeah and and this is a question off of that question pretty much about lebron um it was from pat hamilton pat knows i'm a big lebron fan um and he thinks he says that he said to me he said do you still think lebron james is better than michael jordan you think michael jordan is better we already talked about it earlier in the podcast um Honestly, after reading all the stats, I don't think he's better than MJ. I kind of sound like an idiot when I say that. Uh, But yeah, it's definitely like, boys definitely proved me wrong on this one. Um, and that's all I have to say. I mean, you can back it up, but I definitely think LeBron is not better than MJ anymore. <laughs>
1: well, I have to say it's hard because, like we talked about, it's the if you just look at the raw numbers, it's easy to get caught up without any context around yeah. it. And you and you have to really look, a little dive a little bit deeper as far as seasons played and and really what they do on the other side of the ball too. I'm huge on that because. You can't be a great player in this in, in the NBA if you don't play on the defensive side of the ball too. You right. can be a great scorer, and you're always going to be a great scorer, but yeah. I, I think to be an all encompassing player, one of the best, you you got to play both sides. So. Yeah, 100. I uh, I'm on I'm on that
0: train with you as well um and Michael like you said he led the league in blocks as a shooting guard until this year which is unbelievable and he's won defensive player of the year which is unbelievable so yeah you'll never see LeBron get an award for defense um he's he's definitely I mean like you said he has that one block like he had in that series against the Warriors that turned the series around won on that championship but still you know that's that's one thing out of the whole series you know he doesn't steal he doesn't do anything like that
1: I think uh I think just looking at um the defensive side of the ball too is uh lebron that goes back to his killer instinct i think that's something that's always been a knock on lebron he doesn't have the killer instinct like mj did like kobe did because they played on each side of the ball because they didn't want to get beat they yeah. they're like i'm competitive you're not beating me i'll take you the best player one-on-one and lebron does it once in a while but he does not play good defense you you see on film all the time he looks like james harden used to i think james harden has improved he did they just take plays off on the other side yeah but Um, I think LeBron getting he just plays so many minutes he's been in the playoffs almost every year I think it takes a toll on him and uh, it shows on the defense side of the ball yeah 100% sorry sorry to ruin your uh, LeBron love but MJ MJ is always the GOAT yeah I don't even know if I, I I
0: mean I don't respect LeBron that much after the whole Anthony Davis thing as much as I did beforehand I I think it's just it's hard to say that you want to trade away half your team for one player, yeah. and then still get respected in the league is in general. Um, one last question this came from a coworker at work, uh, one of the boys. He asked, "What's your favorite ballpark food at this time of the year?" Um, this is a tough one. I'll answer first. You look like you're thinking over mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna I'm gonna say it's a toss up between ice cream and hot dogs, but uh, I do like a nice D dog for sure. So I'm gonna go with hot dogs.
1: Oh yeah. I think my favorite thing is I always... I go I'm, I go straight for the pretzel cheese right okay. when I get to the other yeah. thing. But the hot dog is just a classic one. I mean, that's great, too. And then you can't forget about the popcorn. But if I had yeah. to do one of those, I'm getting a pretzel and cheese and yeah. uh, following that up with a nice dose Equis.
0: Yeah, there you go. Yeah. yeah, and myself, I'd like an angry orchard. There you um, go. So, yeah. So, uh, mascot of the week. We actually have one this week, the gritty segment. We're going to go into it a little bit. We chose uh, the the coyote's mascot, uh, Howler. He's uh, He's been... Uh, pretty uh, pretty active on social media
1: lately which we'll throw up a couple pictures of him um, and uh, we love that guy so keep howling and go Coyotes. Yep, he's uh, helped the team and helped the fans get into this last 10 games, 8-2 yeah. and two, and uh, our little winning streak yeah. and unfortunately lost to the Ducks as yeah. we all know and uh, kind of ruined that but they've been playing great lately They've, so been, sell- keep-
0: they've been selling out those games. I didn't yeah. end up going to the Red Wings game last week because um, I looked for tickets last minute tickets were up to $180 because it was sold out. There's only like 8 tickets left so that's Coyotes are getting a little bit more popular, and it's good because we need it here. We need to keep this team here. Um, it'll keep this podcast running a little bit better because uh, we don't want to lose the hockey part of uh, our segment. So the next, uh, the last one is going to be um, the three stars of the week, the no plus three stars. Well, let's um, hit up
1: the local news. Oh, yeah. Yep. Forgot about the Can't local. forget about the local. Shit. Yeah, yeah.
0: Good call. All right, go into your local news first. So uh,
1: just quick, Suns, uh, we talked about the Suns earlier. They're playing, they're gelling a little bit better as a team right now. Uh, They're 4-6 and in our last 10, which I really want them to stop winning. It's hard to say as a fan, but, I mean, you want that good draft pick and uh, beating the Knicks the other night didn't help us because the Knicks are right there too. So (laughs) I want our lottery chances uh, to be the best to get Zion, but if we don't get Zion, there's some really good players. We talked about Morant, and um, we also talked about R.J. Barrett, so we'll see. We'll see what happens. Uh, We need them to stop winning, but we also need this team to uh, look like they have some fight in them. Yeah. Uh, we talked about the Yotes at length. Uh, they're still, they're still um, only a point out of a playoff spot with the game in hand. They've been playing great lately. We uh, hope they can keep that up, and we will, uh, we will keep an eye on that, of course. Uh, ASU sports, we have hockey. Uh, we're waiting for that tournament to start. We'll have a great tournament show coming up, I think, on March 24th is yeah. uh, Selection Sunday for that, uh, the NCAA hockey tournament. And then basketball. ASU swept U of A for the first time uh, since 2008, 2009. Uh, they beat them uh, yesterday, and a uh, huge win for them. They're going to start the Pac-12 tournament in Vegas. Uh, they're the number two seed, so we'll see if ASU can get into March Madness. It looks like they'll be able to. Uh, so good for ASU uh, basketball, and we'll have a March Madness show next next week as well because yeah. uh, selection Sunday is uh, next week, and we'll and we'll uh, do a great great uh, breakdown of the bracket and make predictions. Yeah. And then lastly, we have the Cardinals, and we'll see uh, what they do in the draft. We talked about Kyler Murray at length. Uh, The next uh, month, we'll be very interested to see uh, what new developments come out of there. Uh, Looking forward to my Cardinals, hopefully uh, turning next year around and not go three and thirteen again.
0: Yeah, definitely. And uh, so let's kick over to Newfoundland uh, local news. Um, And speaking, sorry, I'm just going to wait for a second here. Uh, March Madness, we'd like to for the fans to send in their brackets too. Um, Maybe have a little little uh, fun thing to do with the fans here. So send in your brackets on social media, and uh, we'll have a little competition. See who does the best. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so local news. I'll break. I'll start it off with the uh, uh, PBAAA over in Newfoundland. Um, Jack Bartlett and the uh, Tricom Thunder, um, they won their uh, City Series against the St. John's Hitmen. Uh, hats off to those guys for uh, getting that done. Uh, and then, in two games, sorry. Um, and then uh, up in Victoria, the Newfoundlanders are getting it done up there as well. They swept the Alberni Valley Bulldogs. Um, in their first round matchup Which I messed up the name I, ca- I said Cowichan Capitals last week uh, Or I might even be the Cowichan Capitals uh, But I said uh, Yeah I said Cowichan Capitals Last week It's actually it was actually The Alberni Valley Bulldogs um, So hats off to the boys for getting that done um, <clears throat> the Growlers, the Growlers lost last night, but they play today. They won Friday night. <clears throat> they're on a roll right now. They have multiple 20 goal scores this year. I actually watched the game yesterday. Uh, it's, it's good hockey, I must say. Um, but uh, they they gotta keep rolling, and hopefully we get a Kelly Cup back in St. John's. Um, <clears throat> and then the Edge, they're still playing good basketball, um, and they're they're keeping it up uh, and, and working hard. So. Um, that's pretty much it for local news. We'll get more um, more local news coming in the next couple weeks for Newfoundland. Uh, Major midgets going to be starting winding down, um, and we'll and we'll hope the St. John's Maple Leafs, who uh, a couple of our uh, couple of our my family members are alumni of them, so good luck to them in the rest of the playoffs and
1: hope to, uh, they keep rolling. <clears throat> Speaking of that, let's kick it over to the three stars.
0: Yeah, so I'm going to take off the third star. Mm-hmm. Um, Third stars of the week, we're going to split them right down the middle. It's going to be uh, two of them. It's going to be Kyle McGraw from the uh, Victoria Grizzlies um, for his f- wicked first-round playoffs. Uh, he was he was unbelievable, flying out there, playing really hard. Um, very happy for him. And then the other one is uh, from the Tricom Thunder, Jack Bartlett. Um, another winner this week, and uh, hopefully uh, they can take, take it into Provincials next week. Uh, that's the third star. The second star? Uh,
1: second star is going to be uh, Darcy Kemper for the Coyotes. Uh, three of the last five games, he has over 30-plus saves. Uh, he shut out the Calgary Fl- Flames, which is pretty impressive because they yeah. have a really good uh, offensive team. Unbelievable. So yeah. so good job by them, and hopefully he keeps it up. He can stay hot in goal. And our first star is?
0: Our first star is Nikita Kucherov, setting the record for Tampa Bay. Scoring, um, that's pretty impressive. 110 points right now. Um, he's killing it. He's gonna keep killing it, uh, but uh, yeah, we'll see where he ends up with uh,
1: with 13 games left to the season for sure. Um, that pretty much concludes our uh, podcast this time. But next week we have a huge uh, bracket, so yeah. send in your brackets to us, and we'll talk about that. And then uh, on social media,
0: yeah, social media, no pucks pod. Send us uh, send us those brackets. The episode next week will probably be released Tuesday. We're gonna record uh, Monday, so it's gonna be a couple days late. Um, But just so we can make sure that the content is up to date and we have those brackets uh, out before the tournament starts. And then it's going to be the same the week after because of uh, the hockey tournament. So um, stay tuned, and we're going to get a lot more to go uh, for the next couple weeks. Thanks for tuning in, guys. Have a good day.